Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Yeah, and I think, I, I think if Kiladangan do win, uh, I can't see anybody beating him in the final this time. Hello and welcome to the Premier View Tipperary Hurling Podcast. This week we're going to take a look back over the greatest weekend in the Tipperary Club Hurling calendar, quarterfinals weekend. We'll discuss the highs and lows of the Danbreen Cup and the Seamus O'Rean fixtures, as well as looking forward to the upcoming semi-finals. The first game we're going to look at is Thurla Sarsfield versus Nina Era Og in the Danbreen Cup. Um, Thurla Sarsfield 1-8. Nina Era Og, three goals and 12 points. Sean, what happened? I don't know. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> you can't explain that. Like, he just didn't score till what, 28, 27, 28 minutes? He just he do not explain what happened to that field. I cannot. Well, one, point in the, one point in the first half, other. Yeah, we're there thinking, watch, like, as in none of us rattled for the home watch. I'm like, are we actually going to yeah. score in the first half? That's how bad it got. Yeah. But yeah. it was over 15 minutes. Like, Nina. What scored five points and left, did the 35, 40, 35, 40 minutes, whatever it was. It was over. They got to go and the points on the game over. It's no way back. Yeah. Just, just fucking, just, it's just finding a way to go out, like. Yeah, I'd say that's probably the, the, the best way to describe it. it. It was a disappointing way to bear out, especially this year. It looked like stars were rejuvenated all year. Like it, it really looked like it was their, it was their county championship to, to just win. Um, But, Jesus, like just didn't turn up at all. Like Billy McCarthy was a huge loss, but there's no way he's that much of a difference. No, they're not. No, there's no like, he wasn't even mentioned by one first person that he was. It's not. There's no point even people going. Oh, he was that. It was not. Yeah. Wasn't mentioned. It's just three seventeen conceding in the first half and scoring a point. Like you could like if you told me that, I'd like, kind of like, are you crazy? Like what have got? He wouldn't have. He wouldn't have like stopped those scores going in. You probably would have scored a bit sooner than the twenty-eight minutes had he been there, and yeah, yeah. it probably would have been a closer match with him. But 
You'd no. have a better chance predicting fucking winning that two FM fucking extra big Instagram than predicting the score there at half time to be honest. You know, yeah. like yeah. So fuck is it? But the problem was maybe the matchups could have been wrong. Jake got the first goal. He should have been not hit, but you know, someone came in next ball he got me. Sure, he knew you were there. He wasn't gonna run yeah. at it again. Um, Rowan went across and Ron then did okay, but like damage was done. Game was over. You know, I was gonna think Dean hit eighty miles and nineteen miles lads. As well. Yeah, they were impressive. Like, it was just like I know we were awful, but Nina were very good. There's no two ways about it. Yeah. It's probably it's the best Nina performance in in Jesus in a good few years. It's the best performance I ever seen against Torres Arson. And yeah. that includes a lot of the tomb forms over the years. But then we also against Tomb didn't show flattening games over the years as well, back in the early nineties as well. Same kind of thing. Just the game was over where we realized we were war actually. Yeah. It's the like only place in that stadium when there's no one there, it was, I say, it was like a mark. I'd say the dressing room was fair low after the game. Actually, I, I seen I seen something on Facebook there um, earlier today. Just It was um, an old picture shared that it's, it's 10 years this week since the 2010 All-Ireland Final and Lars Patrick. I wonder I wonder if it was last Saturday's Lars ever, last ever seen a hurling game. Hey. Yeah, but when he, he stayed going, when he came on, he got someone got a great hook on him for a goal. Dennis Maros missed the goal in the second half. So at least we could have two or three quick goals in the second half. I know I wouldn't have won the game, but if he got back to eight or nine, you wouldn't know. Like, I was, yeah, I was pure devastated for Lair, like because 10 years ago that was in the back of the net. You know, I mean, I know it was a good hook and everything, but at yeah. the speed in the hurling probably isn't there that it would have been, you know, in his heyday. And it just it would have been lovely to see him. If it is his last game inside in the stadium, yeah. it would have been nice to see him get one for the road, like. But yeah, yeah. But um, it was was Pab Ork injured or what? Because he kind of made no impact mm. on the game. No, he just he'd been hurling very well up to that, you know, this year. Yeah. yeah. Or was it the lack of the lack of Billy not being able to get the ball into him? I suppose because very little ball went into your forwards. Really, it's not like. Well, you but were, it could. It just couldn't go in. The boys couldn't get on the turnovers. They couldn't half back and couldn't get on top of midfield. Couldn't get on top. Nina just Nina had it. It was the game plan and did hit the ball to Morrison. Lad, he looks strong. Morris, to be fair to me, looks stronger than he has. He's he's yeah. bulked up, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, he's at that age now when you know he's probably stopped growing in height, but he'll start filling out now over the next couple of years. Yeah, and he has, um, he has 18 months um, probably weights program training, proper yeah. senior intercounties mm. hurling weights program training into him as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, we're not playing for goal scores either, so we weren't going to score your four or five goals needed. It's different if you have the likes of a Billy Seymour, the Kalanga crowd. Now, some teams can score goals, you know. Yeah. We're yeah. not prolific for scoring goals. You can score, we can score 25 points, but you can't yeah. score 25 points, 30 minutes early, like, you know. Yeah, exactly. It was just it was kind of a shock, but it it's it just goes to show a lot of people going ah oh, after the year we had like going for the last six minutes Kieran game people would have had it snore and then that ball game was a shootout for all the world yeah and the Kerry game was a, as it was you know so there's not seen a lot of things there to answer this stage but it's just disappointing disappointing yeah definitely definitely but Nina need to build on that now Nina needs to do the same in the semi. Like start the same way, like tr- go again, hit Jake one at me. You know? But we'll build things. I don't know what to do or have some on Jake and be in his pocket. Well, Jake will definitely, Jake will definitely be watched. 
Like I, I think yeah. it, it, it almost looked like Turles totally forgot about Jake Morris, to be honest. Um, and you know he he got the first goal. There definitely needs to be a change put on put on him, you know, after getting the first goal. But then the second goal, which is nearly identical. You know, yeah, the way Heffernan involved as well. Heffernan was live here as well. He was causing problems and pulling our lines out and yeah. we were all over the place. But he's in the same spot, the same finish. They'd have all hit the same spot in that, to be honest. Yeah, I think it did. Yeah, it was the same same side. I think one might have been top corner and the other bottom corner. Cross Paddy's Yeah, yeah. And, and Paddy's great goalkeeper and everything. Like, it's just... We just couldn't even retaliate, go up to field. No one lost his say, best thing you can see the goal, go and score a point. We couldn't even, they were scoring the next point. Like, you know, yeah. it was, it was, um, I mean, people, me, me father always, me father always said about how Toom, when they were hurling well, they get the goal, but it was the point they get after the goal that's killer. And mm. that's kind of what Nina were doing as well. Yeah, that, that point after the goal is vital. Yeah. You know, for whoever gets it. Yeah. Was, um, it, it, it's crazy. I think the final score looks so odd, like three twelve to one eight. Kind of wondering what kind of game was that. Even kind of, yeah, doesn't sound like it. Two town teams would be, you know, to be high scoring, and and someone told us three seven would need to score at half time. Kind of what? What? Yeah. Where? Even three twelve isn't an amazing score, is it? No, it's it's not. But they were never they never had to score at the second half. Yeah. All they scored like that was I said half time here the like they score two points. Yeah, a point even. Like, yeah, yeah, that was it. Like, and they weren't, and they didn't even they hit the wide hit were standless hits and scandalous. They could have got three twenties on us, like you know, half the wide couldn't over. But yeah. that's the thing. But the thing is, now they need to. There's no point getting them big wins and not following them up. That's the only thing. Like over the years, they always see your teams, yeah, getting big wins, and we do it ourselves a lot. And you have to follow them up. It's still only a quarter final at the end of the day. Like there's a fair amount of hurling left. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Getting them scores in Semper Stadium is key as well. You know, like that team's got to get the stadium and they don't do, but they've that done now with the quarter final stage and build on it. Yeah. There's a short turnaround, there's no way in around. Like. That's it. The, the one thing for Nina this year is that when they get to the semi, when they get to the final, there's no crowd there to get on their backs either. So they can't actually just hurt. Like, yeah. there's been times where they've come up short, and sometimes that might have been down to. I don't know, maybe the crowd does something, something, but I don't know what it was. But, like, that crowd... Oh, the negativity can get behind, like, even if you're over here at or against Tomb, like, the crowd, for fuck's sake, bring on someone, yeah. so we fucking do this, do that. Yeah. You know, negative... I know it is, lads, the negativity from the stand doesn't go down, but it does a bit, like, it has yeah. to... Oh, it goes through, 100% it goes through the side then. has to, like, uh, you know, when you're a manager side in here, that's roaring and fucking you over, like, you know, you're... Yeah. yeah no it's, it's the, it's the sideline more so than the... Then the players, I'd say, it affects, but that can, you know, it can filter filter down through. Then, especially now when you've got like water breaks, so many, you know, so many breaks in play, it would have a a bit of an impact. But that's probably probably lucky in that regard this year. Yeah, that was not just just that's that's all the saying that you can analyze all you want, but it was over after fifteen twenty minutes, and that was the way. It was. Yeah, exactly. In the other game on Saturday, um, Kiladangan beat Tumivara by three sixteen to eighteen points. Um, Enda, what happened? Yeah, soft goals at yeah. terrible times, really. Um, you know, we were well in the game going coming up to half time, but geez, that first goal we should have cleared it out like Bob Delaney. Just fucking, he just didn't get into his hand and. Yeah. I can do what they do. They punish you big time. Don Amara again. 
Yeah. He's a deadly, but um, even when we were getting back into the groove in the second half, once Joy dropped that ball into the net, you just knew it wasn't the day. Yeah. yeah. When Joy's making mistakes like that, you're you're in big trouble. To be honest, uh, we were still a bit off at like come up with this excuse that it's just kill it and we can't get past them, but we're just we're not good enough yet. I think everyone kinda knows that, but it's still disappointing, you know, going out to kill it every year, it's just sick of the sight of them to be honest. Yeah, when you get there, you really you start to believe that you can get over, don't you? When you're when you're in that quarter yeah. final or whatever. But like overall, is a quarter final a good result for this team team? Well, consistently getting there is uh, is a result. I think everyone is going to be happy. A couple of years ago, to be getting the quarter finals every year, so yeah, there's still a bit of development to be done. There's a lot of young lads still on the team, so that is improvement there. There's no doubt about it. There's flashes of good things there, but. Just a bit of naivety, because the Dengen are a lot longer on the road than us. Yeah. We're a better team. We're a better team at the moment. Yeah, it's it's starting to feel like, like looking at the scoreline, 316 to 18 points, it looked like a routine win for Kildangan. Yeah. You know, yeah. just kind of get the job done and, and move on. They're starting to build up a little bit of a head of steam coming into into semi-finals weekend. So we, we'll see. Yeah, Kildangan are kind of coming after the first day against Brackens where they lost, they've came around all together and turned it around and. Yeah, they're coming good. They're scoring goals again. They're coming good right time, and that's things that hanging. As I said, if we were them against Nina, we could score three or four goals. But that's yeah. the difference there. The goals were. Um, but one thing is, the two are probably in the top ten or eight in the county moment. And yeah, consistency wise, no, they're still they're improving over the years, and they're getting. They're not. They were kind of slip away, but now they're probably in the top ten or twelve. Any, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Mark McCarthy didn't turn up there at all, and we don't have enough scoring forwards for him to go missing. Yeah. So, yeah, scoring forwards is is a big is a big <clears throat> problem with Toom because yeah. they often play two inside, but I don't think they have the forwards. Yeah. To to do that. No, um, yeah. You know, um, Jack Delaney was very good. Um, Jack has been very good this year. He's had a great year. That's but, good. And um, honestly, he's been he's been injured the whole year. Really, he's had a hamstring injury the whole time. So. Which is even more impressive. He's a good player in fairness to Jack. Yeah, and, and Ke- Kevin McCarthy, Kenny Ryan, they're good young lads that are coming through, but they are still very young too. Like, mm. yeah. And Kenny, Kenny Ryan's only a couple of years out of minor, is he? Or is he still? His first year. His first year out. First. Yeah, so, you know, they're they're kind of, they're going to be good hurlers. And they're going to, you know, they're lads that are in and around county panels underage too. So, they have the, the talent there, but they are very young. And as I think you said, naivety was a word you said, and that's something that kind of has to be to be worked on. You know, to you know, um, like they were a lot better than they were against Burgess. The Burgess performance was just septic. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was really really bad. But as you said, the the goals, soft goals at bad times. Two yeah. two to three goals were soft. Not to take away from Killadangan, because Killadangan were fairly comfortable all the same. Yeah, they were. But yeah, yeah. it was just, you know, it's it's when you give away goals like that, and teams that are playing well get those chances and create those chances and get those goals. But yeah, um, yeah. The, I think the the difference, yeah, the big the big difference I think between the two was Jack Delaney got a chance in the first half, mm. and I think I think he he stripped paint off the post just as it was going wide. And I think it was that Dan O'Mara got the very same chance in the second half and buried it. And that's yeah. that's the difference between that's the two. The two yeah. Is um is Dan O'Mara still under twenty? Now? He's not, is he? No, no, he's a good bit. He's about twenty-two or three now. I think. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a good on hurler in fairness to him now. 
you, you, it's strange that he's not been really talked about has been good enough to be in my tip like and he's probably been killing his best forward there this year yeah and it's going to the four games yeah yeah uh, so like it's, it's, I don't know is it just the look of him he doesn't look like he's an intercounty hurler or something but he has all the raw materials there like he, he's, he'd be worth a shout now but um, so Joe Gallagher again uh, the man just produces the goods every time he plays it's like he's oh, he was our man of the match last year as well he won him the match in Clock Jordan and he's, he's deadly there in the half forward line. Jeez, he got some on the balls there, and he's he was our man of the match there. I could have hanging there. They're easily in the top two now in, in the county, so it's all for them there now. They have a good chance of winning the county this year. And, well, it's hard to get over the line when you have one one before. Yeah, exactly. Actually, speaking of a team that have won one before, Lad Doreen and Champions, Barcelona went out at the weekend as well. As well. Um, this was a a weird enough game, I think, or a weird enough ending to a to a hurling match. Um, it finished oh. with one twenty eight, Roman Lynch four nineteen. Um, I presume we're all watching this one as well as we were. I I woke up on the couch in an office state and I kind of half looked at, it and kind of wondering what's going on. And then the more my eyes opened up, the more I was like, this is a bit odd here. Draw more out of it, but I'm still in it. Like you know, it was yeah. <laughs> and then Boris oh, well, but. Probably gave him every chance to be in it, like you know. Yeah, and it was a sh- it was a shite match up yeah, until yeah. um up until extra uh, you know added time. Last yeah, you know, last five minutes normal time, then added time penalties were really actually going to happen. Yeah, yeah, there was yeah. no there was no flow to the game. No, uh, it was all stop start. Um, it was uh, for a large part of the game. It was Brendan Maher showing us how good a free taker he is. A bit like my feet um, are drawing us so up and down. I was away, I can see. <laughs> <laughs> but um. And like it just there was two penalties in normal time, and I think they were both saved. Yeah, I have that right. Yeah, and just yeah, just um. It was a game where you kind of look, you kind of think Barcelona maybe if it was kind of game Barcelona going for more, it's not motion, but I will win this. As you yeah. say, it was kind of watching going. You think they would have won, but own college the goals drum was exceptional. I thought it was. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely great game. The game kind of looked like it was going how you'd have expected it. Um, tight there for 40 minutes, drum going well enough. Yeah. But once JD, once drum were starting to pull away and you could just sense that all oh, drummer getting the scores now and starting to go one direction. And after Devaney scored the goal, I, I was close to turning it off. I was like, ah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I, I definitely, well, I had, I had drum written off a number of times during the game. Mm. And, uh, Within seconds, then they came back and got a score. And David Butler, like, is a fair old super sub to be bringing on. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, great subs coming on there. John Campion, Stevie Nolan. They're class subs coming yeah. on there. Class, and, yeah, they, and, and, and I think uh, Woodlock managed the situation very good in extra time, too, because he was, uh, he was lads that had come on as impact subs. He was bringing them off to give them a rest and then bringing them back on for the end of extra time. Um, because like even Jamie like who you know who'd be used to hurling 70 minutes he took a free at one stage and he hit it wide because he pulled up with cramp taking the free you know so it was just as you said it was a, it was a very strange game and then of course the first game hurling game I've ever seen decided on penalties so it was yeah. the same for everybody I know the Ballingarry game earlier yeah. in the day went the same way as well but yeah. 
I, I'd never seen penalties in a hurling match before. I was hurling so long beforehand. Oh, they're looking. They all had sheets of paper out looking at the The rules were emailed out during the week. I even got a copy of them. Like, everyone should have had them. Like, it was fucking obvious what was written. Just list of players where the penalties taken from, flipping friends, all that usual bullshit. Like, it's fucking yeah. common sense. And it's getting dark. I've kind of watched it. Even the TG4 camera back way darker than the actual t- tube stream. So yeah. it turns out dark it was like. It looked like Rusk altogether. But they were fluting around like. They were fluting yeah. around, yeah. Yeah. You would have had more I confidence would... just before lining up. You were picking the picking the five uh, theatres on uh, each team. It probably a fancy drum, really. Now the ca- you shouldn't yeah. miss the fucking penalty, that's in fairness. In order. You, sh- like, you should be hitting the target. Like, should be hitting the target. As long as they're hit wide, not a bar. Jesus Christ. Like, no, like, yeah. The heavy Butler penalty well, was the one for me. It's just... Play the percentages, hit it low. Yeah, exactly. Corner, hit it low. Like. Yeah. The ground is solid. It's not, it wasn't yeah. a fucking wet damp day. It was going to yeah. win. Yeah. yeah. The pace. The one oh, keepers are safe. It was a day for taking penalties. Like, yeah. 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 Exactly. What do you think about penalties in general, lads? Do you think um, it's a good way to end the game, or would you prefer something I, I would have played five more minutes of extra time. Five more yeah. minutes of extra time. Yeah. yeah. And then, I, I, the rest I don't know about... Decide. Yeah. I don't know about the extra five minutes because like everybody was cramped and everybody was fucked and it was kind of I don't know if if an extra five minutes either side because I think when you go into the stage where nothing's kind of happening yeah. um, lads are just kind of trying not to make a mistake and kind of holding on to the ball and stuff so like I, I genuinely think the best situation would is a replay but if a replay isn't an option then and it has to be done on the day I think at least penalties are it's the same for both teams it's the same goals yeah. the win is the same for everybody yeah. you know um, is the reason there's to, no go on there Mark no I just think like there's there's no you know like every, the conditions are the same for everybody especially now when like it was in a, an empty stadium like that it's not like you had one set of fans behind yeah. Yeah, by any terrorists or anything so I, I don't know like it is cruel way to go out but like at the end of the day I mean what why is it cruel though what like I, I suppose yeah everyone, exactly like, yeah. they're both teams are in the same situation like it has to be sorted one way or the other like the, the, yeah. the richest game of football is decided on penalties sometimes well get more yeah. Premier League like, that's it like yeah. yeah but the thing was was is there not is the reason why didn't wouldn't they replay because COVID they want to bring teams together again is that the reason or but like I if that was the reason fair enough but like otherwise I say both teams would have happily played Wednesday night in the stadium if that's again like you know but uh, then you see if you play you play your match and your extra time on a Sunday and then you're playing your replay on a Wednesday and then you're playing your semi final on the following Sunday it, I know yeah you give it. It'll give an advantage to your semi-final opponent. I know. Um, that, that, that sounds like a lot more man making an excuse for two weeks. I am. Football. Fucking football semis. Fucking rolling semis. We. Look at that. It's about games and and stuff like that. We'll come back to watch a lot more game, and it's not an excuse. You'll be happy to hear. But um, yeah. No, I just I I don't know. If, Replays, or because if you allow them, you know, you could end up having to allow them for semi finals, and then you could have to. I assume the final go to a replay anyway, wouldn't it? Surely, yeah, whatever about a quarter final getting decided on penalties. Yeah, I think it's unfair in that. Imagine a final being, yeah, no, I definitely would be 
yeah. definitely be of the opinion that a final has to go to a replay. Yeah. They know by then as well in the county stage, won't they? If there's time to do it and that, they'll know come yeah. the end of the month what the door is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is there any date there that they're going to make a decision on that, lads, in the county? Or is it still yeah. Whenever this coronavirus goes away. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> but the GA are doing right. They're not saying anything. They're completely being quiet. Yeah. Just like, ah, yeah. it'll be grand. They'll go ahead. They're not like other crowds are pushing stuff out and cancel the day or like, ah, yeah. we'll see. Yeah, exactly. no, it's classic GA like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, inter-county teams aren't allowed back to train until the week of the 14th. So, kind of, they probably have to give some indication before then because uh, yeah. you don't want teams going back training and then tell them, sorry, lads, there's nothing going ahead. So, I imagine yeah. we'll hear something before then. But the I, I think it will go ahead. It'll just be behind closed doors. Yeah. I think the whole championship will be behind closed doors. Yeah. Um, I think even Neffet has said something there that the six people inside and the 15 people outside that will be here for a few months. So I think that's a good indication that sport's yeah. going to be behind closed doors for the rest of the year. But, but then yeah. again, you need more people in inter-county match behind closed doors than with a club game. Probably need double or treble like the people. Have been oh, there. sure. Look, the, the tip backroom team must extend to 60, 70 people, including players and officials and Masseurs and physios and all sorts of everything. Yeah, you're going to have more. You know, more, you're going to have more TV personnel and like everything's going to have to be on telly. Like, you can't not have them on telly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to have to have local media and national media. You know, the classic stewards. The fall, more stewards are matches nowadays than actually anyone else. <laughs> Sixty It's like club, somebody... take it out for club. Bring a high vis jacket and come up to the gate there. <laughs> In um in the in the last quarter final over the weekend, Lockmore beat Clonelty by seven points, two twenty one to twenty points. Good win, Marty. It was a very good win. It was the the best I've seen the lads playing now in uh, in a good long while. Um, we've definitely kind of improved as the year has gone on, and I think everybody kind of I think we kind of have got. I mean, it's a new management in this year too, and I think they've kind of finally got how we want to play and and all that sorted and. We're a bit bit smarter. I think we we give Sarah's a lot of respect, and then there was huge pressure going into the Killer One game because if we didn't win that, we were gone. So I think, I I think just this weekend it all kind of clicked for us. Uh, we're very lucky this year too that we kind of have a full deck of cards, and there's no no real big injuries. I think Trassie is still out, but you know we have. In previous years, we might be down to the stage when we have 15 lads and we don't really have anybody to bring in off the bench. But this year, we have options off the bench to bring in lads. Um, Conor McGrath came on uh, maybe 15, 20 minutes to go the last day. And he, his pass to Kieran McGrath for the goal was... I mean, obviously, I wasn't inside in it, but it would have been worth the price of admission alone, just the, the vision for the pass. And he scored a lovely point then as well, so... Just that kind of impact off the bench is definitely something we wouldn't have had in previous years. And uh, as we were talking about earlier with um, midweek games and stuff like that, I don't think playing every weekend has actually done us any harm. If anything, it's probably doing us the world of good. Probably not doing a whole pile of running and training and things like that, but we're going out every weekend and you're getting a competitive game. I think in previous years, if we were probably playing between both codes and divisions and stuff, maybe three games in seven or eight days. And I think that's what 
was causing the problem. You know, a game every week, you have time to rest and recover. But, you know, when you're playing three games a week, it's kind of hard to, to stay going at that. So I don't think... Uh, if if we don't win anything this year, we won't be using the schedule as an excuse, or at least I won't be using the schedule as an excuse anyway. But um, we'll save that clip. No, the goal. Is- <laughs> <laughs> but there's probably a lot um, more probably doing less training, Marty. You mean like I've seen like teams, I've seen like say Saturday we're training. The training's fair intense midweek. You may be doing relaxing more sessions because the football is on top as well. Like, you know the ways of balancing out as well. Like. You're extra yeah, that. You yeah. know how you do a year in your outfit. There's no difference in the year. Well, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I think this year it's just easier because it's it's a game every week rather than two or three games every week, you know. So, um, but, uh, no, I mean, against Killer One, it was uh, Evan Sweeney was there for the goals. And this week it was Kieran McGrath. So, the, you know, we're not reliant on John McGrath for scores. Yeah. So that's, that's very important because... Um, John has to do work out the field, you know, to get get the ball in. So it's it's good that we have we have good finishers and good scorers inside. John is still hurling; he's hurling very well. She, the the three McGrath brothers hurled very well. Brian has gone kind of out out from the full back line and out the field a bit, and he's uh, he seems to be hurling really really well there. Noel's work rate was through the roof. I think he covered every day of grass inside in the stadium at the weekend. So you know. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's going well. I mean, to be to be great to win it this year. It's, but Nina won't be easy anyway on on Saturday evening. Um, it's just just a pity not being able to get into them to be honest. Because um, you know, it's not like the same watching the telly. Like, it's like I, 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 I
we're going to lose Sean to a few lot of balls in um, Turles very soon, so we'll move along to the Seamus O'Reilly, and we'll start with Turles Arsfield versus Killing All. Um, a very, very good showing, Sean, on um, on Sunday morning against Killing All. Let's finish stars, three goals, 12 points, Killing All, 23 points. Um, unlucky in the end? Unlucky, yeah, it was... Walking in the cast actually, I'd the privilege of being there. So going in, there's a strange atmosphere ever. Like after the night before what happened, everyone's kind of like, oh, Jesus, what? It's real subdued, you know, it's a, and then the warm-up. And then we got going. But once we got into the game, we were, we were there. But it was just a bit of experience of killing all. We on Fannin and a few of these lads and yeah. just saw them over the line. Again, that senior B team, they're giving us great games over the years. Another game where they can hold their heads up high after going out there. And all it's losing, but you're losing to Kilnall, who ran our senior A team close only a few years ago. So that shows where our senior B team are going to. I might show the officer Kilnall are going to. I'm not sure. Yeah, probably a bit of both. Um, yeah. I, I I watched this match myself. Um, I thought Kilnall, they definitely didn't um they didn't set the world alight. But I don't know whether it was ever really in doubt. There was like maybe a five minute period in the second half which they were like, whoa, whoa, Carlos might actually catch me here. But uh, they just they always kind of kept their noses ahead, and they yeah. always looked like they could have went in the up up a gear maybe if they really needed to. Um, you know? They hit a few bad wides and they but the, we were always playing chasing so they are just doing enough the whole time we were always chasing 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 we have to go for it they could score on the other end easy enough Bob was again yeah. probably only come back into it he was probably I think I booked the ref had him fucking shut the fuck up there once it was giving out you know and just, like the ref isn't going to change his mind like you know and like and there were scores I, I didn't realise Bob was, was back actually I, I thought he yeah. was actually out for a long long term injury but no, he, he, didn't didn't like he, did, he didn't look right at all, did he? He, was no, he, wasn't. he did but, not. Did not. No. But he just still was in the way, and when he got a ball, he could still find the man or take a score. He was still, he couldn't, yeah. he can't have a count last, then on the field, unattended, no matter who they are. Exactly. When he's on the field, he has your attention. Yeah, he does, yeah. yeah. Probably the attention of one or two lads. Actually, a, a random one is um, Bubbles was actually at the Swan match, Swan won the home match on Saturday as well. He climbed the wall and kind of back to the back of the wall looking for a load of lads and characters, which is very, very weird and very random. I was going to say, I was going to say he's doing umpire or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we may as well move on to the Swan match then. Um, Swan bowed out um, 13 points to 118 against Swan the Hone. Um, no complaints whatsoever. We just weren't good enough on the day. Um, never got goal, never looked like winning. Probably... Same analysis of the last 15 games against Mullahone. We gave away stupid fucking fouls and we got killed. Um, ah, I don't know. I just, I, I, just, I just don't understand. I don't understand how we can go and play Mullahone year in, year out and just keep fouling with the same stupid fouls, pushing lads in the back um, and just even on Kelly beat us. I just, I just don't get it. But look, we lost. Most, most of the score from freeze gone. Um, 10, 10, if not 11. I think it was 10 points from freeze and a point from a 65 as well. Yeah, they struggle to win matches with that sort of stat, like. Yeah, you was like Monaghan only scored. I'm going to say one, one four in the second half, and the okay. goal, the goal was when the game was over. Like, were, it was it was actually a really poor game. Uh, like before, on the Thursday before the game, Gavin O'Halloran, um, we think he's after doing his cruciate, 
Um, so he's a big loss, and our whole our whole game plan this year kind of revolved around Gavin and Gavin being in the full forward line and two man full forward line with loads of space. So kind of that that was definitely a dampener, but we just we just didn't perform on the day. Ah, it's like us and uh, Kildangan. I know you're playing. Yeah, yeah. It's coming familiar. Yeah, that's yeah, a little too familiar. Uh, in the in the other game games in Seamus Arena, Temple Derry um two twenty two, Laura four twenty one, and and you guys see this one? I saw I saw bits and bits and pieces of it, but I was kind of keeping in touch with it on uh, Twitter. Yeah, can't say I'm surprised. Like I'd say that's the end of that Temple Derry team now as as regards yeah being a, being a challenging senior team anymore. Like the you know, they just flatter to deceive too often and Yeah. You know. Laura are a younger exactly. team and they obviously made them made them pay with some good goals. Yeah. Um, it, well, Marty. I just said Temple Derry got to an art final there a few years back. Yeah. Uh, it was about twenty sixteen or there. And they really needed to be winning that, I think. Yeah. yeah. Just to to have any hopes of pushing on and, and they didn't and they kind of so they were in the county semi-finals, then, Marty. They were, they were in the county semi-final one of the years, weren't they? Wasn't in the last five or six years. They were, I think. Yeah. Yeah. They were. Yeah. yeah. They were. So. Yeah. But that's that's what I'm saying. They just like the the north final after that. Like it just they needed to win that to kind of they needed to win something to push on, and and they didn't. And yeah, they just slowly slipped away now. And we've kind of been talking about them as um potential Seamus Arena winners, but they just. Quarterfinals, semi-finals. Usually the semi-finals they've been getting knocked out on, and this year is the yeah. quarterfinal. And you know, Lara have really turned things around. Though they were kind of also runs there in Seamus Arena for a long time. But big, semi-final big, now, that's a big. Yeah. Big, big like know. last year we played Lara last year, and they were they were average at best. Now I know they were missing Bonner and they were missing Hogan. But like even with the two lads, they've been very average over the last few years. They've obviously found another couple of hurlers sometimes somewhere. Like have they had a couple of couple of young lads? Yeah. Or what Colin Fogarty there, he's on the minors there. He's a, he's a very very good hurler. I've seen him a few times when yeah. we played a minor. Uh, Laura Rovers, he's a very good addition for them at that level. But yeah. I think they've just kind of got a balance to their team now. Keen Hogan there, and Kieran Hawk Bonner. When you've all them boys in spine your team. And the McIntyre's floating around there as well. Like they're a decent team. Like yeah. they're young. Yeah. Um, they're kind of like I said, they're delighted with the year they're having, considering they haven't won a match there in a couple of years. So yeah, exactly. They're being delighted with that. Exactly. Did they win? Um, did they win a an underage North final there during the week as well? I know it's they won't get players off of that straight away or anything, but yeah, you know, good year for the under sixteen. Yeah, under sixteen B. Under sixteen B. Yeah. So it's good old year for the club. Like then getting. Yeah, those kind of you know. Yeah. Stuff in the in the final um quarter final in Seamus Oreen, Chulak Shasta beat one twenty nine to nine points. Um, geez, that's some win for Newport. Like, they've they've really come from nowhere this year. To yeah, I mean, I I always think back in the first episode of this year, and we were kind of like Newport. I know nothing about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's you know, um. They have they have a great year. Enda was I said it before. Enda pointed out that they had a few nippy forwards or something. He must be he, he must have been right because the scores are pulling up. So yeah, I was at the match. I was actually at the match and they're they're flying at that. To be honest with you, yeah. 
yeah. last year they played is the last year they played Silver Mines and they got Jason Ford and Derek Carr. Maybe it was two years ago. Two of them got sent off and Silver Mines won by a couple of points. Yeah. Well that is a savage turnaround, you know what I mean? They, like the spine of their team is incredibly strong. Like they've Audrey Floyd's fullback, Connor Connor Mahoney centre back. And then centre forward, Sean O'Brien and Colin Floyd full forward. Lads, he was unbelievable. He could have finished with three or four goals, scored one three. And then you've lads floating around other parts of the field, Pat Ryan, Keane Flanagan, he was on the minor panel. They're very good and they're motoring very well. Joe Quaid is training them there at the minute and he has them flying. Oh, yeah. Jesus. But another thing, like Silvermine's out there. I was kind of saying it last week to you that there's more Balinaz poor shooting and leaving the match behind them that got Silvermine's over the line out of the group. Yeah. They really need some of their underage team, underage players coming through. Like they haven't got a forward, and when they're playing Jason centre back, yeah, nine points. Like it's not, it's ridiculous. That's not bad. That's yeah. bad. Like yeah, it's terrible. And is um is your is the young lad there? Is it uh, McKelvey? He's next year. He's eligible. He, he next year he's eligible. Yeah, he yeah, he'd be a good addition to him, but they need more than just him. I think. They do. They have a good. They have a good under sixteen and minor team coming up. So I'd imagine that'll bolster. But they're kind of a life raft job going on there now. I think because if they didn't have Jason there, lads, they'd be very very close to intermediate to weather hurling. Yeah. But Newporter, that said, they'll be sick with the draw. But they're they're hurling very well and they won't be fearing anyone anyway. Yeah. Exactly. Um, in the in the semi final, that's this Saturday. Um, at half one inside in the stadium, they're playing Mullinahone. Um, the last day against Mullinahone, they beat Mullinahone by five or six. The last day, yeah. four thirteen to two fifteen, I think it finished up. Um, yeah. it's hard to know what way that one's going to go this week. Like I know they they won semi comfortably the last time, but Mullinahone in a knockout game. Their fuckers are just bringing you into a dogfight, and if they if they can bring Newport into a dogfight, it it can go anyway, you know. Yeah, and that's one and thing. Is, about it, is it going is to be? They're, they're very um, very slick with the ball, and they're moving it in very quickly. They've got them flying Pat Ryan inside. Yeah. Even Daniel Carroll, like they're they're very quick forwards, like, and they're moving the ball into them really well, like they're not just launching it up. Yeah. Mullinahone, they're more lads for for the for the fight, I suppose, as you say, Colin. Yeah. If they get dogged, that'll suit them more. But if the game is open, okay. it's fancy Newport and that. Yeah, if the game is open, where what would worry me from a Monday home point of view is that it's in the stadium. Yeah, yeah, it's hard, it's hard to it's hard to make the stadium into a dogfight, really, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Now Monday home are very solid in defence, so Newport will be doing well to cut them open, but it's hard to know. If if Newport can. I mean, I don't know what they're like in terms of discipline at all because I haven't seen them hurl. But if they can avoid giving Kelly all the frees, because Kelly will score them all day from anywhere inside the stadium. So if they can cut down on the number of frees Mullinahone get, I think that will be that will be a big big part towards winning. It, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. In the other semi-final, which takes place on Sunday at half one, actually in the stadium, Killinall play Laura. Um, how do you see this one going? That's- really seen enough of either team now to be giving you a yeah. proper uh, proper guess at that now but I'd say Killinall will should be getting into a final in that one. Yeah. Or probably 
maybe they're surprising themselves how far they've gotten. Um, sure they'll have nothing to lose, but I'd say Kilnall just more seasoned team. Just always playing and then they moving about somewhere well. You'd imagine they'll get over the line. Yeah, I I think so too. I've seen Kilnall play three times this year. Um, haven't been overly impressed with them on any of the games, but with Bubbles being another week back, um, I think they'll probably have enough to get over Laura. I think um, I think like I've been saying on paper, Kilnall should be a Den Breen team, um, but I pull my hair out trying to figure out Kilnall to be honest because they. will they lose games they should be winning and then they might win the odd game that you'd be expecting to lose. So, I honestly, you know, you don't know what killing all shows up really, but they should be beating Lara. But I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't put the house on it just because, just because, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It could actually be an all-south, um, all-south damn Seamus Arena final there. That'd be some match. That'd be some match. Yeah, another dog fight. Um, on to the big one, I suppose. On to Dan Breen then. Um, so it's Saturday at 5.30pm inside in the stadium. Lockmore Castellini versus Nina Era Old. How would you see this one going, Lutz? Um, it's hard to know. It depends. A lot of it will depend on what kind of a Nina team shows up. Yeah. Because we've seen this so many times from Nina. They produce a big performance, probably a game too soon. Um, with Lockmore you tend to get more confident with Lockmore as the competition progresses the further they get so when they get to this stage they're usually very 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 difficult to stop um, when they played two years ago I think it was John McGrath he was on one leg wasn't he Marty in Dalla there. yeah that was above in Dalla yeah yeah and uh, that match was tight enough and I think if John McGrath had been fit that day that it would have done the business I think I think Lockmore probably have that bit more experience than Nina. But if Nina haven't said that if Nina produce hundred percent it'll be very hard to stop. But I'm I'd fancy Lockmore maybe. There, slightly. There's been a lot said about um Sergal Horgan who's reffing that game over the last um few days. Do you reckon he's gonna have any impact on that game like or does the referee really matter when you come to the stage of the championship? I don't know if he'll suit either team, will he? Well, it depends on what Fergal Horgan shows up either, because he yeah. kind of ref two different matches and won there the last day, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, it's it's hard to know, really. Um, I mean, both teams are good free takers, so, yeah. you know, we'll have we'll have John taking frees for us, and it's Jake takes him for Nina, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, so I, I I don't know. Like I think just the game game in general, it's kind of a kind of you know bias as I'm going to say. Always like, but it is it is hard to call. And as Emma said, it depends on what Nina show up. Um, if Nina played the level they played against Turles, there's very few counties and there's very few clubs in the county we live with them anyway. But um, but yeah, just as. We do seem to get better as as we the further we get into the competitions, and as I said, it's looking good from a squad perspective this year. The options we have, so yeah, it's it's um I'd expect it to be the better of the two matches, so it'll probably be terrible in other words. But um, 
it should, it should be good. You know, it, it should be it should be a good game anyway. Um, Hugh Maloney limped off last day. If he's not fully fit, he'd be a huge loss for him there. Yeah. He's a big he's a big loss for him, yeah. Yeah. yeah um it's it's whether they were able to carve Sarah's open very easily in the in defence the 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 last evening. Will they I don't know if they'll get the same opportunity like that. I know Sarah's the old soft towny thing maybe, but um tend to be with you know, the country teams tend to fare a bit better against Nina. Um yeah. And uh yeah, but as you were saying earlier, there's no there's no crowd inside that might suit Nina not getting on their backs and things like that. It's I, I, to be honest, I think it's a very hard one to call. Um I, I just would wonder about anybody who's absolutely definite on one team or the other and can't see yeah. you know. I personally I can't see the a Nina performance like last week. Um I think they're gonna come yeah. down the notches from that. Um I just I have a sneaky feeling it's going to be high scoring, and I think Lockmore just going to, going to come out on top by a couple of points. Just again, it could be it's just that soft towny mentality. Um, um, I don't. Know. And being a being a soft towny yourself, you're able. Yeah, to... exactly. I I come. I'd, I'd be an expert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I just I don't think Turles showed Nina enough respect, and I just don't see Lockmore making the same mistake this weekend. Um, so I reckon a lot more by a, by a point or two. In the final semi-final then, um, on Sunday at 5.30pm in the stadium, Drummond Inch take on Killadangan. What do you think, Ben? Well, I think Killadangan, Killadangan managed Drum very well the last time they played. Yeah. Um, although Drum played into their hands, I think they kind of, um, I think Killadangan had a sweeper and they just hit ball down on top of I actually, I think it was Willie Connors was in the middle of the field, and Willie Connors was picking up loose ball, and he was just spraying it around inside, and it was fairly effortless, I think, from Kildangan. So, uh, Drum can't play like that again, because um, that just, you know, that just there's only going to be one outcome there. But uh, they were very up for the Burroughs game, understandably so, given the given what Burroughs achieved last year and the fact that they're next door neighbours, but. Uh, if they can kind of bring that attitude again, kind of don't don't show Kiladang in any respect and um don't don't stand back from him and let him hurl. I think that's the last thing you want to let Kiladang do is is let them hurl. You have to kind of yeah. get in amongst them. I think the ten this players time, was, it was the ten players from the county final last year with Boris. You have to stop Kiladang scoring goals or they will get a run on you. Hmm. I think they'll just have to play a sweep for drum. Stay in the game and much like the last day, maybe keep Stevie Stevie Nolan, Davy Butler, John Campion in reserve. Maybe when the game opens up a bit, because yeah. they heard very well. Stevie Nolan when he gets a run, he's very good to run with the ball. And same with Campion. Yeah. And then David Butler is not. I don't think he's a player you can start and yeah. expect the same impact from him. Um, but with 15 minutes to go, he's like. No, no fullbacks going to want to see him come in time with 15 minutes to go because yeah. he's just an absolute handful. And I mean, he kicked one into the back of the net the other day, it's just scrappy. And yeah, you know, he's just yeah. Um, but um, again, like, like, like I was saying with ourselves, they had that bit of a panel to use, and they used it very well the last day against, against Burris. So to do that again, yeah, um, I, I think, um the um 
the Kiladangan full back line was very poor against Brackens, but I think they've probably shored that up a bit. Have they? they yeah, don't, James haven't Quigley, really James seen. Is missing that day. He's missing the first place. Yeah, and that's yeah. they've just they've kind of so there's probably probably not much point kind of them maybe looking at that one to see what they can do, but um, but yeah, um, and and whether whether the just the amount of freeze Drum gave away the last day was down to the way Drum were playing or fussy refereeing, I don't know, but we can't be giving Kilivang and those many free shots either. Yeah. yeah I I I think it'll be a lot closer than the group game. I think they'll learn some lessons from it. But when you're looking at Kilivang they're 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 not at their peak, they're very, very close to it. And I don't think that'll be stopped. In the semi-final, anyway, yeah. think they'll win the next day with about with a good bit of spare, maybe six or seven points. Yeah, I, I reckon Kilangan will, will win with a bit of spare as well, um, seven or eight points. Yeah, and I think I I think if Kilangan do win, uh, I can't see anybody beating them in the final this time. I think if they, if they, if Kilangan don't win it, if Kilangan lose another final, I I can't see them ever winning one. To be honest, you know, at at that point, because that'll be that'll be the third time in. Four years, five years. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard to you know, that line first thing. Yeah, I never even said that. There's all well, the four teams left. Three of the teams put together have what two county titles in Kildare and Nina and Drum. Yeah. So like, there's there's a very big lack of experience in those players winning county finals, which is one advantage Lockmore have. Yeah, we so, have we have uh, we we've led with two medals. Yeah. And football medals. And football medals. Yeah. 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 Like convincingly, it'll be hard to see them see them bet this year. Just, and I think this time of the year suits them. I think the longer the county championship goes on, and the colder and wetter the weather gets, the less it suits them. I mean, this county final last year, they were really playing summer hurling. You know, they were the, the ball wasn't hopping off the ground the way they needed it to be. Um, and this time of the year, it it still is. So that definitely suits them. Uh, whereas this um. Forests get better then as the year goes on and the weather does get wetter and colder and, and I mean I mean probably their best performance last year was probably St Thomas's in Nina or in Limerick in the semi final like so. Um it it's it's great like because I think you you could see any of the four teams winning the county final this year. It's not like there's no team definitely gonna win it. If Drum get to a final be hard to see you know, it'd be I wouldn't say it's hard to see him bet, but you know, if they get to a final, they're that's a big year for them, and they had to have every chance in it. Um, I think Nina Kiladangan probably they're they're not uh, they're not real old teams, but their both teams probably need to be winning the a county final soon. I think um, Drum definitely have a lot of young players coming through. And it might take a few years before before that that next group pushes on, but they'll be very competitive in a few years' time again. 
I, I think the last day I kind of said I didn't expect anything from Drum for a couple of years and then of course they go out and knock out the county champions but um, they have players you know they have a lot coming through whereas Nina and Kiladangan they're on the road a long time there's a lot of that Nina team I think are still there since 2013 am I right? Yeah they'll be right and yeah. and they lost they lost obviously 2018 as well so Kiladangan have lost two county titles as well so as you said, it's hard to win that first one, and the longer you go without winning the first one, the harder it gets. So, of course, um, can I hang somewhere? Yeah, I think Kiladangan will, will edge the chat. Yeah, I think, actually, I, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if it was similar to the Tomb game, in that Drum will push them all day, but they'll have enough to just stay comfortably ahead. Yeah, definitely. The way Paddy Power has priced um, the outright is Nina are favourite at seven to four, Kiladangan second favourite fifteen to eight, Lockmore are ten to three. There's actually a bit of value there, I'd say. And Drummond Inch are four to one. Um, and that's all we've time for here tonight, lads. Um, thanks so much for listening. We're going to be back next week to review the semi-finals and look forward to the county final. 